this memory of her saying that my sister was like the athletic creative one and that I was not so from an early age I was like I'm not allowed to be creative and I think like a lot of people get this idea like somebody when they're one thing stuck in your head yeah and tells them who they are and then they feel like they're trapped in that box Mm -hmm. and then lo and behold you know 20 years later however many years yeah I'm in a creative industry the epitome of the opposite of but I still feel imposter syndrome that was me and Tay my best friend and this is episode 27 of into intentional welcome to into intentional the show where we chat about intentional living within the realm of wellness self-care sustainability and entrepreneurship my name is christy and i'm a wellness youtuber and sustainable living enthusiast otherwise known as sedona christina in the internet land and i'm your host i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'm sending you heaps of love today and every day Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so sorry, it's a little bit echoey in the room that I'm in, so I'm gonna keep the intro short, although I always say that and then it ends up being really long. But uh, yeah, so this is another episode of Kitchen Chats with Tay, who is my best friend. If you guys didn't know, she's also my roommate. And uh, yeah, we kind of do these episodes where we just sit down and talk about, I, I don't really know, kind of anything. And it's a fun time and we sit in our kitchen at our kitchen table, hence Kitchen Chats with Tay. The premise of this episode is kind of talking about how to find style of movement and working out that works for you and how Tay found boxing. We talk about yoga a little bit. We talk about reflecting back on college and just building healthy habits and uh, really just kind of bop around and hang and chat for a little bit. So kind of a little bit of a random episode, but I hope you enjoy it. Before we jump into it, I two quick things. One, I'll get the boring one out of the way first. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram. You can find me at Sedona Christina on all of those. And obviously you can find the podcast wherever you're listening now. Just hit subscribe. Don't forget to leave a review over on iTunes if you've been enjoying the show. I'd love to read out some of the reviews, which I'll get to in a minute. Don't forget to sign up for my email newsletter, which is on my website at SedonaChristina.com. And by at SedonaChristina, I mean just SedonaChristina.com. I don't know why I always throw an at in front of everything now. Not everything is Instagram. That is modern living for you. And you can also find on my website, SedonaChristina.com. Not only you can sign up for the newsletter over there, but you can find the show notes of this episode as well. So if you have a friend who wants to listen to the show, but they're like, well, I don't have any podcast apps. You can be like, well... (laughs) SedonaChristina.com slash podcast. You can listen there. You don't even need an app at all. Just a website browser. (laughs) Um, And of course, if you want to support the show, you can share this episode with a friend or any episode that you've enjoyed. You could share it in your Instagram stories. That helps more than you'll ever know. It also warms my heart whenever you guys tag me in your Insta stories. Truly, it makes me the happiest human. And of course, you can support the show over at Patreon.com slash Christina. Okay, that is it. All of those links are also in the description of this episode. Okay, that's the boring stuff. Now for a little bit of positivity before we jump in to the episode. I want to do another round of the positivity segment. I'm thankful for my wonderful job at the aquarium. Every day I get to learn about the wonderful animals and their adaptions and get to teach people how to take care of them and how to be kinder to our wonderful Mother Earth. It makes me so happy every day. 
that submission was from Kate and the next submission is from Kira. So I thought I would just read out loud what she sent in. She said, I don't do so well with voice or video recordings, but I had to share what's been going on this week. I've been super bogged down by the end of semester projects and papers and finals. Plus life has been hitting me pretty hard these past couple of weeks. But the biggest highlight of my week so far is that I just put a deposit down on the perfect rental home and we sign the lease next week. I'm so excited to be able to have the freedom to live my own way outside of campus dorms and get more for my money. I'll actually be able to compost as well as have a stove and a full-size fridge where I can cook my own meals instead of buying mainly processed food to heat up in a microwave. And to add to it, every piece of furniture and appliance my roommate and I move in will be second hand. I'm just so excited to truly start living the eco-friendly life I've been chasing after. Thank you guys for sending in your little clips of positivity. If you guys want to be featured in the positivity segment, you can send in a voice recording or even a video and I'll just clip the voice out of the video. You can send them to intointentional at gmail.com. You can just send me something that made you happy this week or something that you're grateful for today and I'd love to include it. And I'd also like to take a moment, if you're not a fan of sending in one of those clips, you can also leave a review. So I thought I'd read the review of the week. This was submitted by Josh. And they said, huge fan of this podcast. Christina's style of interviewing really makes each conversation an incredible mixture of insightful, entertaining, and grounding in what's actually possible right now and when it comes to sustainable life. This is absolutely a podcast for you if you want to dive deep into intentional living, rebelling against our entrenched culture of consumerism, and join an inspiring community along the way. Thank you so much for sending that in. If you guys want to do that, of course, you could do that over on iTunes. Leave a little review. Um, Okay, so I think that's it for the intro. Uh, This is just me and Tay chatting about life. I don't really know what we get up to. There's definitely a little bit of me cutting her off unintentionally. You guys know me. I just word vomit. When a thought comes into my head, it just comes out. And I'm really working on that. But uh, regardless, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hope you enjoy a little kitchen chat with Tay and I, and I will catch you on the flip side. All right, all right. You ready? I is ready. Okay. (laughs) Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hello. Uh, (laughs) How's your Saturday going? Hey, what's up? Hello. That was a very, it was like one word. (laughs) Hey, what's up? Hello. It's like, it's from the song. Oh. Oh. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, she's for everybody who can't see. She's kind of dancing in her seat right now. Uh, I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Oh, I don't know what song. Back okay. in the day. Anyways, anyways, anyways. How's your Saturday going? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Sleepy Saturday. Yeah. I feel like we've had a very chill. I've had a good Saturday morning. Yeah, definitely. I don't know about you. Well, I had a little bit that little, oh, yeah. little headache stint. Yeah. But slept it off. So. Here we are, Here ready we to are. go. Both of us with our hydro flasks. Heck yeah! Everyone knows how I feel about a good hydro flask. Stacked with coffee. Mm-hmm. Mine is pumpkin. Yeah, I have. I haven't had mm-hmm. a single pumpkin flavored anything. You know, yet. my sister texted me and she goes, literally out of nowhere, just texted me and said, "So, have you had a pumpkin beer yet? <laughs> <laughs> have you?" And I was like, "You know what, sis? I haven't." Mm. So the time is it now. It needs to change. Like. What's They're the date available. Today? It's October nineteenth. Yeah, we're well it's, into the pumpkin yeah. season, and I hate to say it because it's one of those things that I'm like, 
basic girl, you know, all of us are just pumpkin. But I think and I, I hate to admit it, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to enjoy myself a nice pumpkin flavored something. I feel like I just like align with those flavors, though. Yeah. Regularly. Mm-hmm. Like I use maple syrup as my sweetener yeah. and stuff. So I feel like the pumpkin just works. Actually, I guess this does count because I have actual pumpkin spice and I have put that in my oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last. I use that with my bit. coffee. There you go. And my maple syrup. There you go. <laughs> it's a delicious drink. Anyways, I did see last night, I went into a grocery store really quickly and there was the vegan marshmallows, the dandies. Mm-hmm. They have a pumpkin one. <gasps> I saw them. I didn't, I didn't eat The marshmallows any. are flavored pumpkin? Yeah, they have pumpkin huh. spice. That would be a good s'more. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I'm down. If yeah. you're down. I'm down. Um... <laughs> Well, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks nice for to have you having me in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> Kitchen Chats with Tay, episode two. Number two. Dos. We have nothing planned. Yeah, not a thing. Yeah, however, we were just brainstorming. I was talking to Tay about, like, I guess my plans and trajectory for the mm-hmm. show for the next while, which hold us to it. We're going to do more Kitchen Chats for sure. Heck yeah. Uh, make it if a regular If you guys want. Thing. Yeah, if you guys want, if you enjoy but we enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. I think too, um, you know, my point with the first one is I was like, yeah, we're going to do more of them. And then we didn't do one for how many months has it been? A few. Yeah. Cause I think it was the last one you had been here for a month, right? Yeah. So it's, we've been almost seven months now. Yeah. So yeah, we slacked on that one. Yeah. It was a crazy summer. Yeah. It it was a crazy summer. There was a point where I had something planned every week for a long yeah, time. Yeah, your weekends were booked and yeah. busy. Yeah. So. I felt like I was running back and forth. It was very draining, yeah. honestly. And a lot of it was like family stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was a mix. Mm-hmm. But we did some good things this summer. What did we do? Oh, went outdoors. Yeah. We slept in the trees a lot. Yeah. On mountains. Saw some stars. Saw some stars. You saw some goats. I did see some goats. Some cool sunsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For everybody listening, if you haven't been camping in a while, I implore you to do it within the next year. Absolutely. And also to check out the Pacific Northwest also. if you have not done that, because mm-hmm. this was my first time exploring it and truly incredible. Same for me, honestly, because I think the first like year and a half of me living here, I didn't yeah. really leave the suburbs much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. The so much better with a big group of friends. And- yeah. Yeah. Whatnot. Well, that's not true. Preference. Yeah. Different times. Yeah. But yeah. So we did a lot of that. A lot of we virtually every time we did something on the weekends, it was backpacking. We try to. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely try to. Even if it was like a last minute, like just one night situation. Yeah, quick, quick camp. Yeah. We had our girls trip. We did when Shelby came to visit. Yeah. If you have listened to that podcast go back a couple episodes and listen to it because we recanted the whole thing with Dale. <laughs> oh, Dale. We, we talked about Dale. Oh, a Good gent. old Dale. <laughs> oh, stand up human. Truly. Yeah. And girls trip just in general is so fun. So fun. Girl power. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So we have no plans, although I thought maybe we could talk about your style of fitness preference oh, yes. boxing because that's <laughs> something that I feel like is a little unique to you. Yeah, I don't definitely. know why. Like, why don't more people box? I don't know. I feel like when I'm in the classes, though, it is 
very comforting that it is an eclectic assortment of people. Like it's mm-hmm. all ages. There are people younger than me for sure. They even have kids classes, but that's specifically for kids. But just the regular ca- classes, kids eight- boxing classes. Mm-hmm. But there, it's I would like love to witness out. that. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, that. get that energy out. Yeah, you know, true. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Um, but yeah, so it'll be people younger than me, and then I've seen or and spoken to people like in their 70s doing it just to you know keep on top of it and it makes them feel good I'm such a strong supporter of working out moving your body get that endorphin release and it truly will make you live a happier life 100% I think even when so for me growing up like we would always we'd ski all winter that was like my family's thing and we our mountain we were there every weekend and there were always like you know the odd person that is still in their like 70s like even late 70s still doing the thing (sighs) and it it, like that's that's when I know I'll I I will have made it you know will be that moment when I'm in my 70s and I can still move my body and it's just it's very inspiring but also yeah I totally agree like you live a happier just a day-to-day life like yeah. you, you you don't realize it but you can go to the gym in a bad mood and just by even if you're thinking bad thoughts while you're at the gym like still the things that are stressing you out or whatever mm-hmm. by the time you leave the gym there is just a natural chemical release that happens within your brain and you you physically feel of course a little bit better yeah. I think too a lot of people who aren't maybe passionate about moving their body like it takes a while to find yeah that way and like when you do find what work like what is your form of movement then you start to feel that way that's definitely the most important aspect of it there's like I like to move my body but there are so many forms of it that I do not enjoy Mm -hmm. and I just can't keep up with or I'm I'll literally be in the class and look the instructor dead in the eye I'm like I'm not gonna do that yeah (laughs) or like you wake up in the morning and you know you have that thing scheduled off and you're like I just can't I just really don't want to do this yeah so you got to find the thing that aligns with you and works for you best and yeah for me it is boxing which how did you find boxing so um I have two best friends back at home and they I I forget why I wasn't able to go probably work or, or something um but we have this local fair market street market thing um that happens a couple times in the summer uh near us and they just had the title boxing club that I go to had a table tent up and was just letting people know you know first class is free like you can just go and try out a class check it out see if you're interested and so they picked it up they're like this sounds like something we could do this was probably um sophomore year of college for me so uh, past high school. And yeah, so I had never boxed before, obviously what, where would I be doing that? And, um, we all took the class together and it was just so fun for me, especially being with two of my best friends, but in general, they just play super loud music and hype you up. And honestly, yeah, you have an instructor telling you what to do, but it's such an individual experience because it is what you make it. Like if you feel tired that day and want to just go slow and, you know, do your own thing, you can do that or you can get super hyped and go super hard and and do it like that. So me and my friends would just sing and dance like, you know, while we're hitting the bag, like, Mm -hmm. you know, rapping to Eminem or something like that. So you just got to find the thing that that 
vibes with you. Yeah. I feel that way about a lot of classes too. Like for people who feel intimidated about the level of output that they need to put into it. Like so many things are, nobody's looking at you when you take a class. And it's like, even though I'm even saying this as somebody who's not a class person, I really don't enjoy them personally. I like to just be by myself when I move my body. But, uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of classes, like nobody's looking at you and you can really just go as hard or as slow as you want at the yeah. end of the day especially I used to do spinning which mm-hmm. that's how I found out it was not for me yeah but those are great because like the room is dark so even if you are like very intro oh, to totally. moving your body nobody can see you and yeah it's all about like turning the bike to a certain like um, I forget even what it's called, like resistance. Oh yeah, yeah. And nobody can tell them how many times you turn the <laughs> yeah, dial. And you're you like, I'm at one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're all doing the same thing. Yeah, but no, definitely. That's also similar to I did that month of hot yoga. Yeah, which was so. I would say by nature, I am an athletic person. I've done sports growing up my whole life and whatnot. So. I feel like I have certain things down naturally to an extent. Um, I'm the opposite. Yoga (laughs) and flexibility is is not that. Uh, So I definitely feel that with the going at your own pace. Like people were doing headstands and I was like, I'm going to go into child's pose. And they support that. That's what the environment there is like. It's Mm -hmm. like, do what you can. This is the, there are options available for you, but just do what you can kind of deal. Um, and I feel like that's what movement at its core is, you know, it's yeah. just like connecting with your body and being there with your body and seeing like, I feel so one of my favorite things to do is I dance in my room totally. at night. It's like one of my self care routines. And every night that I have time to do it, I will do that. I think we and individually dance in our own. I room. think we do too. <laughs> But it's like I I would do it with you, but it's just yeah it's no like it's a not thing. bad that's yeah. not what we're yeah yeah totally it's, I mean we I, can yeah maybe we in could. the living room one time. yeah maybe once <laughs> um I just feel like actually that is one of the practices that I've implemented in my life that is genuinely made me and I notice it when I have months where I go without having my dance nights like I'm a different person because yeah. it's it's made me more confident in myself it's mm-hmm. made me more connected with myself totally. And I don't know if it's because I danced when I was in like middle school age kind Mm -hmm. of thing. There was like a mini dance team at my Mm. school, but I I wouldn't say I was like a dancer, you know, but I was a dancer. I was a dancer. (laughs) I wish I was. I, so I'll go into another tangent really quickly, but I, my sister did like gymnastics and things growing up and my aunt, my great aunt, I remember I have this memory of her saying that my sister was like the athletic creative one and that I was not. So from an early age, I was like, I'm not allowed to be creative. I thought that I, cause she could draw. I'm not good at drawing. (laughs) Definitely not good at drawing. That damn great aunt. I know. And she was lovely, but I just have this. And I think like a lot of people get this idea, like somebody when they're a kid. One thing stuck in your head. Yeah. And tells them who they are. And then they feel like, they're trapped in that box Mm -hmm. and then lo and behold you know 20 years later however many years yeah I'm in a creative industry the epitome of the opposite of but I still feel imposter syndrome because she told me that I was not the dancer because I was not yeah you were boxed into something so young 
I was like told that I was the the quiet and like more analytical math one. I mean, it's just so crazy. There are no boxes. Like we no. are all, we have so many facets to ourselves that it's, I think at, in this day and age, we're getting better at unboxing totally. and, and letting kids especially live their lives pretty freely, which I think is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, even if you, if somebody told you that you were, you were in one of these boxes or if you've even told yourself that you were in one of those boxes, it's allowed to shape shift throughout your life and you just have to be you in that moment. And there's no mm-hmm. reason that you can't be anything. Like there's no reason that you can't get up tomorrow and be like, I'm a creative or I'm totally, I, I mean, know. me and my friends always talk about how like adult life is all about unlearning your childhood pretty much like all the toxic things of your childhood that you literally just didn't question because you didn't know you needed to question realize you could question just all the reasons you just lived a life in one straight line and then it's like wait why am I not questioning why I'm doing this like why am I just doing it instead of thinking about it first so yeah it's like told something gotta question it first see it through Mm -hmm. anyways back to dance yeah I feel like yeah just like the nightly ritual of like dancing in front of my mirror making funny faces of myself like connecting with my body in a way that's so free and so I'm alone nobody's watching like has transformed everything about myself and it is like a practice that genuinely I frequent it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talk about intimate. No, but a good one. Definitely a good yeah, one. You know, even when I dance in my room, I kind of like sh- strip as, you know, yeah. I get warm and yeah, then I'm yeah, just in yeah. my sports oh, bra. Totally. Like, Anyways. But yeah, it, it made you feel more connected to yeah, yourself. And totally. I think I feel that way with boxing as well. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me feel strong and powerful. And I think that that's a great way to connect with yourself. Yeah. So you went to the class. Oh yes, yeah, so we then went to how the class. Did you feel? Um, like, well, we loved on? it. Yeah, it was it was really great. Uh, one of my friends she wasn't like financially able to do it. These boxing clubs really get you sometimes, yeah. which is one hundred percent a thing. I feel like every form of class fitness that you can yeah. take is definitely pricey. Yeah, for but sure. But I feel like there are programs like I've heard of like Class Pass. Yeah. I don't know much don't about know it, much so it, I can't speak too much yeah. on it. But from what I've heard, Class Pass seems doable, like yeah. financially, and just an interesting concept altogether because you get to taste test, right? Like yeah, that's what I the think, deal of it is. You can go to different associated, yeah, gyms. From my understanding, I think it's like a price you pay, and you get X number of classes, mm-hmm. and you can go to any fitness location uh, yeah. that is on board with class pass at least from my understanding i could be completely wrong yeah uh i've never done it yeah but like i I feel i guess what i'm trying to say is like there's options out there or like free classes or you did the yoga thing through groupon yeah i did it through groupon and i'm trying to finagle myself through the seattle gloomy winter Mm -hmm. with pretty much all situations such as the hot yoga thing that i did was it was like 30 dollars for 30 days unlimited which is pretty great pricing in my opinion considering a lot of drop-in classes are like $22 out here in the city so for an entire month of as many times as I want to go like I could go two times in one day if I wanted kind of deal so 
super great, very convenient. Sad to see it go. Yeah, that, <laughs> but that is what's held me back. I found from more gyms that I'm mm-hmm. gonna just like, doop, 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 like skirt around and yeah, taste test. Yeah, I do think though that the the money aspect is what's held me back from like any sort of class situation. Even though yeah. I don't typically enjoy them, if I did, yeah, like the gym, you can find. Like I was a member at multiple Planet Fitnesses in multiple mm-hmm. states. The ten dollars, and it's literally ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although something I've been thinking of recently, I don't know if this is true for for Planet Fitness, and I don't, I don't, I'm not speaking of them. <laughs> but ethically, when you support organizations that are big like that, mm-hmm. what if there's like like the CEO of said gym like funds something this is a total tangent but like, very realistic very realistic and like what if you like they fund something that you don't support is yeah. that where you're going with this yeah. yeah no that's like the absolute reality of pretty much so, anything we consume though true but I totally hear that and that I think there are a couple gyms that I know of off the top of my head that like I probably wouldn't go to because of who they've outwardly supported yeah and doesn't I align like with me. Have an inkling that yeah. Planet Fitness might be one of those. Is no, it? No. Did I read? I'm not a sure. I'm not sure about I, Planet Fitness. I don't. Don't quote yeah. me on this. I yeah, might be no. really putting my foot in my mouth. But um, I mean, yeah. in general, I'm totally like you know small business support. So yeah, if that opportunity is there for like a small independent business who does classes, there are definitely independent like boxing clubs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much started off with this title and. Well, actually, so I I started going there. I did that. I signed up for that summer and then I went back to college and I lived at college. So then I had to get a new gym while I was out there and there was no titles in that region of New Jersey. And um, so for people listening, title is like a chain of boxing clubs. Um, And so I did go to an independent boxing club. And that was quite the experience. It wasn't just so my whole thing is I'm I'm definitely doing doing it for the fitness aspect of it. I'm not out here trying to get my face punched. Right. Um, <laughs> we should which, specify. Yeah, definitely should, because people hear that I'm a boxer or like I say that I box. I don't say that I am a boxer because that I am not <laughs> two different things. Yeah. Um, but they just associate it with me being a boxer. I'm like, no, no, no. But this boxing club that I went to in New Jersey was certainly training people to be boxers exclusively, oh. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, which also cool. I suppose. Yeah, oh, super yeah. cool. Yeah. No. And it's it was very male dominated, of course. And um, yeah, people trying to pursue it as careers and or like, you know, on top of their other jobs and, and whatnot. Yeah. Just a passion follow through kind yeah, of deal. Definitely. Um, I mean, personally, it's just it's not worth it. Your brain is so important. And I feel the same exact way about football. Yeah, I was going to say like I, your brain is more important than a sport, period. Yeah. Like lots of sports. Yeah. Totally lots yeah. of sports, but those two, mm-hmm. pretty rough. Um, yeah, so I went there, and that was a time to be alive. I had, like, my own trainer kind of deal, and he they, they were very understanding that I was trying to work out, although my trainer definitely did try to get me to f- train to fight. And I was, like, going to Australia, actually, in a couple months, so I was like, I'm not going to 
put myself through this just to leave for five months mm-hmm. to go to Australia. Which like, is where we met for anybody who didn't where listen we to met. the last episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... So yeah, so that was that experience. And then when I came back from Australia, I was pretty much just a giant blob and refused to move my body for multiple years after that. Not refused, but I just got sucked into the unhealthy aspects of college world, you know, uh, not that my first two years were consumed by healthy habits (laughs) by any means. It's like one of those things where like I definitely was in and out of like a health routine in college and there's a balance to be played I reflect back to college life and I was just like (laughs) I was unwell (laughs) what do you mean by that (laughs) just no healthy habits like not like nothing established yeah like just the simple things that I do to like self-care for myself like you Mm -hmm. know the little habits that I've generated since the time or even probably my last because I took an extra year uh, and most of my friends had graduated. So my last year was more quiet and able to be self-reflective and whatnot. I think that I've definitely developed a lot more proper habits since then. But in the beginning of college, it was just nothing mattered. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that's like, I don't know where I stand with the whole thing. And maybe it's because I took my health too seriously for a period Mm -hmm. of time in Mm -hmm. college the majority like three out of the four years of course um and so there's a part of me that's like well it's all about balance and you should enjoy yourself but then there's a part of me that's like is our culture just telling us that like in college we have to drink and party and absolutely you know and because you don't no you don't at all why that's a concept is a cultural thing and it's just been built up over a long period of time. And I guess the fact that you're young and you're kind of yeah. in this in between phase. American but. culture in college, I have, uh, I re- especially reflecting back on there's, I just have so, so yeah. many problems with uh, starting with the fact that it's impl- in, ingrained into your mind that leaving high school, you have to go to, to college. college. Yeah. A, all, all together, B, right away, like after high school. That's the main problem. Yeah. Like other countries have really have it figure out where they can, they take gap years in Europe. They literally travel as many countries as they can in that year, see some things, Mm -hmm. expand yourself, recognize what you like, what you don't like, instead of just getting thrown in. (laughs) Into debt. And into debt. Yeah. And then of course, yeah, that was the other major aspect of it. it. It is crazy. I feel like so many other countries have it just the mindset around education and furthering your education is just so much better. And even it does go down to like the cultural things of drinking and it's detrimental to our brains as much as we want to like joke and laugh about like, you know, like we're having a good time. Cause I, we literally were drinking endlessly. Yeah. See, I don't, I never really did that. Oof. I guess I, in my version, I felt like I was, but in comparison to the, average student around me yeah and by average student I it's actually I remember I don't know if this is true anymore but I remember when I started college which was 2012 so things could have changed (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but for people listening um I remember reading something and the percentage of the population that like at the school that I went to that went out and like quote-unquote partied Mm -hmm. was tiny it was like Mm -hmm. 40 
it was less than 40%. Yet that's what you see because the like of course the people who go out and party it's like the loudest yeah they promote it it's thing. the people who are staying inside and, yeah. and watching TV or playing board games are not yeah. going to be like promoting that maybe yeah. i don't know but I'm not as vocal about it i guess i don't know i think at ruckers there's definitely i would say more than half of the yeah community is going out and doing things yeah Anyways, so you were in Anyways. college and you <laughs> pick up boxing. Oh yes, yes, yes. And you, and then I shift from from exercise boxing to like training to be a fighter boxing. And how did and then that I, feel? Did you feel like that was you, or did you feel like you were being? Well, so it was tough because I was still in like that toxic phase of college. So I was like trying to do both, where it's like better yourself, but also still drinking and staying up late and you know all of that business um yeah. but no the whole time I I very much so understood how it how it was making me feel like afterwards and it just like I said it just feels so good to feel strong and I don't mm -hmm. even mean like strong like I can like take someone out or some type of deal it's not even the self-defense it's just like the internal like I feel like a solid human being yeah and, and that's what I like to feel like Mm -hmm. And I'll go back to what I was saying to you before about like when you move your body and you connect with it, mm -hmm. like you don't realize, you know, I feel like in the years where I wasn't as connected with my body, a lot of things in my life felt frazzled. Totally. And I, I don't want to use the word out of control. Like I, it's not that I have to control my life, but um, like that's the wrong word, but I just felt, I don't know. Yeah. Just disconnected yeah, from. Totally everything and then once you connect with your body I guess the next step then is like achieving presence to some degree and totally that changes a lot of I don't know it's like but there are so many different forms of movement too like I want to highlight that as I'm saying that like yeah you don't need to be going to the gym you could simply walk dance in your room totally um, stretch. I've, I've you don't even need to leave your house. somewhat recently. I don't really want to deem this cause I've done it like maybe three or four times, but I've started running with the dogs, mm -hmm. especially with the one dog, Aria, mm -hmm. um, to Tay. tire her out cause yeah. she is a wolf. <laughs> yeah. Tay, uh, you I work with dogs work and dogs. I walk them and watch them and yeah. All the good stuff. And yeah, one of my regular clients is a Northern Inuit is her breed. And that AKA is just a giant little wolf dog. Who is related to a Game of Thrones member. <laughs> member. Um, one of the dogs I have. The dire wolves. I, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen the show, so I'm mm -hmm. unsure, but owner is very proud about that one yeah. well anyways she has lots of energy and some anxieties so I like to tire her out and in order to do that I have to tire myself out as right. well <laughs> she's so cute though she's but so yeah but I've started running which is something like super super abnormal for me because I've had asthma uh, sports induced asthma since the third grade and uh running is not my specialty of all things like I like to do physical activity but the cardio is pretty rough mm -hmm. um but it's it's felt so good to move my body in a way that 
I don't normally and also to just physically see and feel the difference like because I work out regularly doing my other things that I do like boxing and hot yoga I have the ability to run longer Mm -hmm. and not (laughs) feel in physical pain the entire time while I'm running like I can just go for a run. which is super nice. It does, even if it's not something that, like I've noticed with myself, it doesn't even have to be fitness related, but like just doing something new. Yeah, it's so- feels so good. And like, like, yeah, like the once you've done it twice in a row, you're like, yeah, Yeah. I'm doing something new. I'm expanding. I'm expanding, (laughs) yeah, like my horizons on life. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about the hot yoga because I had- I've done yoga a bunch of times before, but never specifically the hot classes or I had taken like classes here or there with my sister and whatnot, but it was very hard to breathe. And I was like, why are people doing this on a regular basis? But then I didn't, when I signed up, I didn't realize it was a hot yoga class to be honest, but it was incredible. And now I'm super happy that it Mm was. And, uh, but it was definitely something new and moving my body in a new way that I was like, whoa, this is crazy, but also awesome. Also, yeah. the yoga hip hop classes. Oh, yeah. I heard about these famous. <laughs> Tay would go off to these. She got one of our friends, yeah. Harrison, to, yeah. to join in on this like box or the um, yoga studio. Yeah. Well, and they would come back from them. <laughs> just having so had great. the best time twerking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one instructor. She's incredible. Her name is Morgan. And it would, it's actually candlelight hip-hop vinyasa yoga if you guys are interested and (laughs) um so pretty much all the lights are off and we just have these like uh, battery powered candles because learn the hard way if they were real candles they'd be flying all (laughs) over each other i started one of the class by accidentally kicking my candle into the crotch of another person no no (laughs) yeah and then i was like hi sorry (laughs) so sorry about that one i know you're trying to relax right now but my electric candle is in your crotch (laughs) she was doing like a boat pose on her stomach and like had her legs up in the air and holding them with her hand you know yeah 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 oh no yeah so thank goodness not a real fire candle Mm -hmm. yeah but this hip-hop yoga is so great because uh the instructor would say she's like no one is watching you no one is judging you. It is a dark room. We are doing hip hop. We're about to listen to some Biggie. Let's get down. Yeah. <laughs> Just move your body. As so you me can. and Harrison in the back of the class would be like twerking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really jealous. People doing I... headstands again and we're like twerking. <laughs> yeah. Of course, like when you guys started that thing, I was like, I don't know if I want to spend $30 and like yeah. I probably will sign up and then go like once or twice. I, yeah. I doubted myself and I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But well, actually, I mean, the opportunity is still there for you to go solo should you desire. Yeah, but it'll be solo. You guys had so much fun together. Yeah. I mean, I was going by myself before Harrison joined the train that and I true. had just as much fun. Yeah. Swaying my body in all <laughs> directions. I, I've actually I'm glad we're on this subject because I've been thinking lately about how sometimes I feel like I guess stagnant in my life and I've realized it's when I'm not doing new things and it it does again it doesn't even have to be movement related like I I'm down to like I don't know start going for walks in a different area of the city or like totally but here's something I have to say to that is a lot of times I think we feel like we're waiting on someone else to like join us or do the thing and we don't realize that we have the control to just go and do that like you want to go walk in 
you know, Greenwood, just go ahead and do it, you know? Nothing's stopping you. But I feel you. It's so much more like that comfort of being with another person and or just the feeling of experiencing something as a community rather than a solo. Yeah. It's definitely different experiences uh, altogether. Sometimes I just feel like like I'll be sitting there and like it's time where I'll be watching Netflix or something, which, by the way, I just started Orange is the New Black. Mm. And now I'm re on the journey. Yeah, I'm hooked. (laughs) I've seen it all, but it feels like the first time. So it'll be days like that where I sit and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch an episode of Orange is the New Black or whatever. I like to have some noise on while I'm like cooking dinner. Totally. Background noise. That's like, yeah, that's my one thing when I watch something, it's always during dinner. And uh, then because I've just started doing it with Orange is the New Black, you know, once one is over, you're like, okay, well, there's seven seasons here. I can keep going. You're like, I've got a lot to yeah. see. So then I keep streaming and I end up in this bubble where I will have spent four hours watching four episodes of this show mm. when I could have used those four hours to do something else. But my problem is that my brain is so preoccupied with those, the bubble that I get in. I find mm-hmm. that way with, I, I'm that way with anytime you're like scrolling anything, whether it's totally. Instagram and then you look up and you're like, how much been? time has actually passed literally yeah. yeah very concerning and what are the things that i could have been doing instead which is okay like there it's okay are to spend yeah uh, it's like, okay to spend time like watching netflix or streaming yeah. or whatever when you need to decompress and like totally. not have there's a thoughts. balance yeah but when it yeah it's when you spiral and you're like there are so many other things that i could have real life experienced mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly and it's in those times that i could implement something like going for a walk in a yeah. different neighborhood or I don't know why that's the example that's coming to my brain but literally I mean that's what I do on a regular basis and it's really a great time so I hear you I really enjoy walking I had a neighbor say howdy to me the other day okay we're in Seattle so (laughs) I mean I find people are really friendly and then he got he got in in his truck and like we like had a conversation after he said howdy and then I kept walking and he got in his truck and then drove away like maybe like two minutes later and then when he drove past me he gave me like a wave and a hat tap like we were best friends wow yeah so oh, nice I have endless neighborly experiences well, and it warms my heart yeah. so much I was actually I just had this exact conversation with uh one of my new clients because we ran into one of her neighbors on our walk mm. and and like, you know, did the whole information exchange and like, when do you walk your dogs? And oh. like, we're new to the neighborhood. And, you I, know. So I have two thoughts off of that. One is I just need to mention that Tay has a couple of dogs that she walks oh my goodness. and all of them are puppy, like they're friends, like they're neighborhood friends. These dogs, they grew up These dogs together. grew up together. It's a group of dogs. I only have clients with three of them, uh, but it's like a group of five or so. <laughs> and they literally grew up in the same neighborhood together since puppyhood so they're like five and seven now um or like between that range kind of deal and yeah they're literally all best friends when I walk one of them past the other one's houses they literally like stop with all four paws and like try to halt me so that we 
could go inside the other other dog's house and yeah the owners like have a group text i was watching one the other day and he was like yeah if you want to uh bring her over to have a play date with pico like you know the owner said that it's okay they can just go and play for like you know 30 minutes get their energy out it'll be good for everyone (laughs) and it's the same lady i think that we might have talked about it i was gonna say you should tell the story because while we're on the neighborly thing yeah it's the same lady who her grandmother lives with her but she's the grandmother isn't able to you know take the dog on long walks and whatnot so she would be home when I was picking up and dropping off the dog from the walk and on multiple occasions I would just she would open the door and just have things for me in the most like sweet and thoughtful way one of them was it was a blistering Seattle day at probably like 80 degrees (laughs) but it was definitely yeah pretty hot out and um she opened the door and she had cut up pieces of watermelon for me and she's like it's so hot would you like some watermelon and I was like like you are so kind uh and then even better than that was when in so I was walking morning and afternoon so in the morning after I returned the dog she was like would you like some flowers from our garden we have so many flowers like you can pick some if you would like and make yourself a little bouquet and I was like oh my goodness that is so kind of you like sure I would love some flowers so when I came back in the afternoon she literally opened the door and had a newspaper some scissors like a rubber band like she had literally made me a flower bouquet picking kit kit (laughs) So I could pick these beautiful assortment of like roses and I don't even know what all the flowers were. They were stunning. Yeah. And she was like, I hope you enjoy the flowers and just heart warmed. Mm -hmm. So that's who I was going to have a play date with, with (laughs) my two dogs. (laughs) Incredible. Just so heartwarming. Mm. Love it. I love it. I love that story so much. I know. And there's always the, um, we have the markets, like uh, street markets yeah. and whatnot with fresh produce and vendors. Um, and they had a table where it said, like, what's your favorite part of And then you could put a post-it note on it. Oh, and I, I don't say our, our neighborhood. I'm going to bleep that out. Oh, <laughs> you're so right. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie yeah. doozles. <laughs> um, just a safety thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, totally. I'm precautious. No very understandable um and I just wrote I made my post-it note and I wrote the community yeah people are so nice I just find like all of Seattle no matter what neighborhood you're in yeah I mean maybe there's definitely like some that aren't quite as friendly but the majority of the city is just such a nice place especially from where we come from drastic drastically different New York City slash it's like comical when people try to say that this area is not friendly and people say it all the time Uh, I all the time yeah i don't even know i don't have words yeah to say to it because i'm like I like check out the nice east coast here. for a little bit yeah, and then get just, back to me yeah <laughs> but also it's weird because you know as much as it's unfriendly like it's a part of a culture that we were raised in and like there's definitely parts of it that i miss you know like i miss oh, the hustle absolutely. bustle and i and miss the, that the straightforwardness the straightforwardness the working all the time like those are just it's sad mm. to say that yeah. but it's a lot when you're actually consumed by it and living in it totally. and constantly totally. surrounded by it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, a huge reason as to why I left. I think I just couldn't do the energy that I was absorbing anymore. If I could have a personal opinion, I think we're really living it right because we had that ingrained into us from a young age. It established us and like definitely, you know, made us the people who we are. Mm-hmm. But we were able to grow and then make our own decisions and be like, oh, this isn't actually for us. But I think it was important to have that mindset help yeah. mold us. So hindsight in you moving here. I guess, what would you say to people who are maybe feeling stagnant where they are? Oh, man, I say just do something and make a change because I feel that that is I was feeling so stagnant out there. And literally all it took was just changing my my Mm -hmm. scenario. Honestly, this even goes back to what we were just saying of like if you feel like feel stagnant in any area yeah. i mean obviously there's a different degree don't wait of stagnancy. on another person don't stagnancy wait on a word stag stagnance stag anyways you know what i'm trying to say there's a yeah. different level of that feeling where you might want to move or you might just want to you know take up a yoga practice or yeah. something yeah but um implementing change into your life you can't you can't get to somewhere don't wait on the job don't wait on the xyz there will always be a reason not to or Mm -hmm. you know it's just you got to do the things that are going to be best for you yeah in the long run and you will never know what could happen you know if you just stay in your own bubble world Yeah, yeah totally and i think too i I hate to say it now looking back because I was so young, but I would like make decisions based off of relationships or friendships that they were not serving me. For sure. And even when I felt like those relationships had ended, I'd be like, I don't want to move away because of there's a chance that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that person could come back into my life. Yeah. But it's like what's meant to be will will happen. And like you're also going to meet wonderful new people along your journey as well which feels weird now but you got to do things for yourself it's hard to see big picture when you're in moments totally but I hear that yeah I totally hear that but sometimes you just gotta make the change Mm -hmm. and it's like if you don't like it you can always go back a million percent Mm -hmm. that place will always be there yeah and other places will always be available totally it took me a long time to find a city that I genuinely I'm so proud to call Seattle home and who knows it could change yeah I'm interested in Colorado I'm interested in a lot of other places Mm -hmm. um heck I don't have my citizenship yet so (laughs) might not be free agent (laughs) free agent over here on a green card um free agent (laughs) You're like, no, I could I mean, commit to anywhere. There is a big world out there. It's huge. It is so huge. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get myself out of college debt. Yep. And that's then a big one. Um, I will feel free to live my life. And I, I have a feeling like New Jersey, New York will always be like home, home. I think Seattle will now always have a place in my heart as also a home base. Mm -hmm. If I ever do decide to like, you know, move away, I think it would probably be temporary. And then with the thought of maybe coming back to Seattle. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think once I don't have to perpetually think about the money that I owe. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big one. Um, Do you feel like um, 
one thought based off of that uh i i don't think i finished my sentence before of like it took me a lot of moving to a lot of different places to find like a city that i yeah. really enjoyed yeah. like you could get really lucky and it could be the first one yeah or you could just you could not vibe with a place a and have to figure that out the hard way mm-hmm. and then figure out your new path yeah or something could work for you for a period of time and then you're like this is no longer serving totally. me totally which I also feel about the fitness stuff that we were saying at the beginning. Yeah. Like you could have a, a a thing, a routine, something that works for you now and it can change and it can change day by day if mm-hmm. you want it to. And totally. Um, it can evolve as you evolve. Yeah. You don't have to fit into that box that you told yourself you fit into. Yeah. There wow. No all boxes. these things come in full circle. <laughs> totally. My goodness. <laughs> I think it's just good to expand your horizons in all ways possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but also growing. if you enjoy where you are, nothing wrong with that either. Totally not. I think even just within that realm though, like you can always dive deeper. Like yep. there's always ways to, even if it's, um, I love the idea of like renting a place for a couple months. Like now that we have things like Airbnb, you can totally like go somewhere, rent something for a period of time Yeah, and return home. We lived on in Australia through Airbnb, so we did. <laughs> we did. We certainly did. Like anything's possible. Yeah, there's that al- was there's such always a weird a ways apartment. around. Like people tr- overcomplicate things. Yeah, an obscene amount. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, just freaking go do what you want to do. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen, sister. <laughs> um wait there was what were we on before that when i i gotta cut us off there i don't think we finished our thought um oh you were talking about how you love seattle Mm -hmm. and maybe you'll go somewhere else and then with the idea of possibly coming back to seattle is that the last thing yeah like i would feel super rude calling seattle my home because Mm -hmm. obviously my home is my home back in new jersey where my family and my people are um at least you have a home I I genuinely like I look at my life and I'm like when people ask me where I'm from I'm like well I grew up in Montreal but I also kind of grew up in Toronto I would say Montreal is like my home but I haven't lived there since I was 15 yeah and so I'm like well I grew up in Montreal but I moved to Connecticut yeah and then Connecticut has to be an aspect of home yeah I did uh, the last three years of high school in Connecticut and then I went to university the University of Connecticut in Connecticut obviously but born and raised in Montreal aside from like the few years I lived in Toronto as a kid so it's like I I don't know and yeah. I know a lot of people and feel you spent that way so much time in around. Vermont which I, yeah that's the other thing part. I I was in Vermont every weekend for three-fourths of the year yeah I was really only home in the summer and even in the summer we would go to Vermont on occasion yeah do you hear a baby crying is that just I think, me yeah no i, I hear something outdoors we have, we have headphones have, on so also <laughs> i've got the over the head headphones so yeah. i'm really locked in there but i did hear a, a distant cry <laughs> our windows aren't open i did there was a podcast i did a few weeks ago where i just and by a few weeks ago i mean a few months ago <laughs> Um, where I, we were sitting at this table and it's funny cause our, we're next to our fridge and our fridge, even when I film videos, like the fridge will all of a sudden just start roaring. Yeah. I don't know. It's refrigerating itself, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just made that into a verb. Um, it's always in the background, but <laughs> you really laughing at me right now. 
<laughs> it is. It's refrigerating <laughs> itself. I made that into a thing, and I'm just gonna move. I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm moving. I'm here for it. It just caught me off guard. <laughs> anyways and i left the windows open and of course it was like garbage pickup day oh, the worst. so and i didn't want to like get up and close them throughout the whole thing and you could just hear there's garbage one trucks since there are three different types of garbages out yeah. here we've um, got garbage recycling and compost so different garbage trucks come on different days mm-hmm. and by far the worst day is the recycling man who he's who, incredible he's incredible the way he Watching backwards drives up our tiny up driveway our, like a very very narrow mm-hmm. area and then he he pulls he does it all very fast too he's very in a fast. rush yeah because he's got to get to every house got to do it all man that is a job he's like zoomed. he is he a literally, pro and he, he's by himself right he like reverses it maybe one other person he like reverses it up the driveway mm-hmm. locks that bitch in i don't know how dumpster things work <laughs> Well, I see him pull. He he kind of comes. It's like a very. It's right long outside my driveway. window. So yeah, he goes decently. That's yeah. like a good what twenty feet, thirty feet. Sure. Yeah, I go twenty. I don't yeah. know. I I, I don't know. Okay, sounds about right. Um, he he backs this thing up, and then he we have like a big. We live in an apartment building, yeah. so like there's a big recycling dumpster that yeah. the whole building puts their stuff in it's huge it's like the back of it's a dumpster yeah it's Standard. a dumpster big yeah. big dumpster and then he pulls the whole thing all the way another 30 feet yeah to he drags the, truck. the dumpster to the truck <laughs> and then does his thing and then clink 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 yeah lots of lots of noise <laughs> lots of noise so and i then, hope it wasn't that truck that was that came when you were podcasting because I, I don't that's a doozy remember, yeah yeah well <laughs> well it has been a time. It's been a time. It's been a time. We've started talking about the skills of our garbage man. Yep. We've got many things to talk about. Look at us. We we came in and we were like, we have nothing planned. Yeah. And here we are. 51 minutes later. <laughs> I mean, it's just life with Tay and Christy. Yeah. Basically. I, we, we just do talk things. for as long as possible over each other. If you over... Yeah. <laughs> Mostly me talking over you because <laughs> still terrible at cutting people off. It is still a habit I'm working on. No. It's just, I have a thought and it just comes out. Yeah. And I can't stop it. Yeah. I, I, I can stop it. Yeah. I got to believe in myself enough. Yes. Step one, believe. Um, But we were talking this morning, brainstorming. I kind of was like going over like visions and things mm-hmm. I have for the podcast. Yes. I'm now announcing this on the show. Ooh. So you're locked in. Ooh. But Tay will be a more regular Oh, feature yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, so things that are coming in 2020 is I'm right now working on like touring studio spaces and seeing if that's feasible for filming and just having a little Sedona Christina space that yeah. I could, which I think is a great idea. Make videos. We'll definitely help you flourish. Host podcast. Yeah. I think, um, one it's, it's almost detrimental to my help my mental health to like work from home completely so mm-hmm. I find it really important to like yeah. go to cafes and like just get out of the house yeah. because you can't be alone forever I think that's very healthy and yeah I'm a very extroverted person too so being alone for too long can drive me depletes you yeah it it depletes me but it also sends me into like a a spiral of just overthinking mm-hmm. it's you and your thoughts self-talk yeah which 
I mean, it's me and my thoughts all the time. Yeah, I mean, I just find myself true. entertaining as heck. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I do enjoy spending no, time. No, but I with so myself. know what you mean when I'm like not in a positive mind space for yeah. whatever X Y Z reason. Like, of course, then those thoughts yeah. are what are penetrating Especially my brain. And- when it's sorry, I cut you off again. No, especially good. when it's work related. Like yeah. if I'm working in yeah. work mode and I'm alone. Yeah. Whereas if I'm just like trying to think about life and you know be alone, have yeah, a little different. moment of self care, totally yeah. different. Um, so I think it'll be very powerful to be in a building where I can separate work from home For sure. activities, and I'm looking at being close to like my friends from eco collective they just got Mm -hmm. a new office so i'm thinking about maybe the building that they're in and i don't know it's a thought but anyways one of the things we were talking about is i really want to in 2020 should i be able to figure out this office space uh have a space to record the podcast in Mm -hmm. and also videotape it Mm -hmm. so we were talking about things yeah film in the kitchen chats yeah film in kitchen chats making them more regular at least i think should we aim for like what once a month yeah at least least. okay i think that's good i think that's true so if you guys enjoyed this let me know you can email me feedback about the show at into intentional at gmail.com I made a new email for it. Mm -hmm. And that's where you guys can also submit the voice recordings that I do in the positivity segment, which I'm super pumped on. I I haven't edited any of the episodes where that's in it yet. Yeah. But um, I was listening to a few of them the other day. I was going to say, have people been writing in? Oh, I love it. It was, it made me very happy. Yeah. And I don't know. So I, I quite literally just use the exact uh, prompt that, the NPR podcast that I heard it on. Yeah. I think it was on NPR's. Oh shoot, what is it called? It's got a yellow thumbnail. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, oh, what is it called? You know what I'm talking is about? It, it's not a Happiness Lab. It's no. not that one. That's a different. Oh, one. I'm gonna bring out my. Yeah, my phone's right in front of me. Check oh, it out, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute right, by right, NPR. Right. They do a segment where they people leave voice messages of like the happiest thing. That yeah, happened best to them part that of their week. week. Yeah, best part of their week. So I, I quite literally just used that, um, that prompt. I don't know what else we could include. Maybe even I could include like low waste things or like vegan things yeah. somehow. Or I don't know. I like the general but I, positivity. Yeah, just, but it feels wrong to like my, copy them. My directly. watermelon flower story would have been submitted. One hundred percent. So yeah, but they made me very happy. So if you guys have any feedback, what you think about. The Kitchen Chats with Tay or literally just anything about the show in general. I'm super open to feedback because I'm just I'm I'm learning this game of podcasting. It's very new to me. Honestly, even if you want to leave me feedback about YouTube, I'm learning the game and uh, ever expanding, ever expanding. Yeah. Looking to, uh, you know, I'm always going to make what feels right to me. But also I'm one small brain and sometimes I need like creative inspiration yeah, absolutely why not yeah I, I think feedback is great that's how you grow in life so um you can email me voice clips or anything and everything to into intentional at gmail.com i'm testing the email thing mm. um maybe one day i'll like pay for a domain that's like at sedonachristina.com because i already have one but i don't want to <laughs> yeah. pay for like i already have three emails because yeah. i have two assistants and mine and right. paying for a fourth one i'm you know, testing you know, the waters yeah, with a Gmail. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, any closing words? Uh, wow, I don't know. You I know, think... I do always ask people what's a piece of self-care that 
means something to them that they would recommend. But I feel like we probably did that last yeah. time. Well, so also, I feel like we just chatted about it this whole podcast. Like, like I said, exercise is one of my top forms of self-care. Absolutely. Why don't we have like something we could have a little segment of these shows where you can share something that you found interesting this week. <laughs> or just in general like what's the top thing that Dangerous. comes to mind like I put I'm, them in my email newsletter I'll like link to a podcast that I listened to a recommendation okay, or like cool. an article yeah, yeah. I read yeah do you have any oh man what's something that you found interesting this week oh boy oh well I don't know if I would use interesting as the word but uh NASA just had their first all-female spacewalk oh you saw that which is badass as hell hell yeah I mean crazy that you know it takes till almost 2020 for the first female only spacewalk to exist but badass women doing badass things yeah they fixed something a thought i had earlier and i didn't ask you do you feel like your boxing classes are predominantly oh no they are very mixed okay pretty well mixed if anything maybe more female dominated but also i sometimes go to uh 10 a.m. classes not that that should mean anything at all but um yeah I definitely find maybe more female leaning okay so yeah trainers mm, also I guess a pretty good mix half and half maybe more male Hmm. but to anybody considering boxing what would you tell them is like some tips in jumping in on that or even in like finding their form of movement well, to that, to the second part of that, I'd say the only way to know is just to to try. You, you're you going to try things you're not going to like and you're going to recognize that you're not liking them. And then you don't have to proceed doing it further, but you have to take that first step to like actually do it and like actually sign up for the class and be like, hi, I'm a new member. And then have like the gym people talk to you for 400 hours and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But Tell it's, you about all it's the worth it. Fees. It's worth it once you find your thing and like feeling good. Uh, but I would say with boxing, it's like intimidating in theory. But it again, like I said, it is exactly what you make of it. And usually when it's your first class too, the instructors like pay specific attention to you in a helpful way, not in a, oh my God, they're watching me kind of way, like in a way where they're like, hey, do that, like, you know, punch this way and you won't get hurt kind of deal. So as long as you're open to hearing, you know, input, if you don't know what you're actually doing, I feel like a lot of people are also scared because they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then when people try to tell them what to do, then it's like you feel patronized of sorts. You just have to go in with that really open mindset of I'm doing something new. I'm going to accept help should I need it. And take it at whatever pace it needs to be taken at. Mm-hmm. And that it always leaves room for improvement. That's how I feel. Totally. On days when I go slow, I'm like, this is okay. Because that means I will feel extra good on the days where I go hard. It'll feel like I'm going extra hard. Yeah. And your body needs rest. Yeah. Oh, One million percent. I'm super I've even rest. noticed, um, I don't know, just everything seems to mo- move more easily my mind my work mm-hmm. my everything when I allow mind, my body, body so connected rest. and when I allow my body movement yeah like once you find that balance there's a, a clarity yeah, altogether a clarity that's a good word totally. and on top of that I will say Tay can 
hold her own like not hold your own but like yeah. you know if you needed self-defense yeah. you could do it you did the krav oh McGraw boy <laughs> did, did we talk about that in the last podcast i don't think so i think it was because i did that. that fairly early on in my in my seattle experience yeah was that's it? a whole whole story like of its own I, if you guys don't know what krav maga is it's just like self-defense uh all together and it's superbly intense but also literally that was me testing the waters of something that I was interested in and I was like I don't really know what this is but I'm gonna be open to it and try um yeah and it's just like really really intense self-defense like grabbing people by like the neck and shoulders and like throwing them into your knees and like learning how to like properly like buck someone off you and escape if like you're like you know being attacked and someone's like standing over you or sitting on you and and just like crazy life experiences such as that so it was definitely an in- intense week altogether. yeah yeah because you did a week trial yeah of it yep which exactly. also I, like it got me thinking i need to go to more self-defense classes because i haven't yeah taken anything re- related to self-defense since i don't know i had mixed feelings because if I were to actually have joined that gym, it's do I really need to every single day or as many days as I, I mm. go do that workout need to have those thoughts penetrating my brain telling me I'm always going to be about to be attacked. Yeah. And like, you know, need to be on high alert or, you know, someone's coming for me. Like it was a lot. The instructors would literally like yell, like, you know, like attack them, like they're getting you like, you know, and like, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot on your brain to yeah. like have to put yourself in life or death scenarios every yeah. single day. We well, definitely also absorb the energy of the things that we're yeah, doing, no yeah. matter what they are. I'm a big proponent of, of who you surround yourself with, like in whatever way that is uh, like I say like humans animals like anything you feed off of their energy a million so percent. whatever energy you're around you're taking that in yeah so something to keep in mind totally just yeah. in life yeah well this has been swell this has been great so I'm now putting this on the calendar for three weeks from now We'll do another one. Sounds good. Okay. I'll see you in the kitchen. See you in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. So that wraps up my conversation with Tay. Don't forget, you can find her over on Instagram at taylatot underscore. I'll also link it in the description of this episode. And yeah, you can find me on the internet at Sedona Christina as well. You can sign up for the newsletter, head over to YouTube, Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to support the show, as always, you can send it to a friend. You can leave a review. You can be featured in the positivity segment if you would like by emailing your clip over to intointentional at gmail.com and of course you can support the show over at patreon.com slash Christina and yeah that's it for me today happy December guys how crazy is it that we only have less than a month in 2020 in this decade oh my goodness anyways uh I'll talk to you guys later remember to stay happy humble and forever compassionate and I love you guys so so much hope you're having a scrumptious day okay bye